This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte and that's why we are back. Today we have on the panel a subscriber. So before I do my usual plug for all sorts of stuff, let me first introduce the panel. And let me first introduce the guest. Our guest is Setu Niket. Setu is an independent lawyer. He's based out of Delhi. Setu practices in courts across the country. He's engaged in and appears for matters related to print and electronic media as well. He's filed two PILs for enhancing the compensation payable to victims of railway accidents and two to educate and sensitize adolescent schoolgirls on menstruation and menstrual hygiene in government and government-aided schools in Delhi. And, and to provide free sanitary products to schoolgirls on a regular basis. He's been a News Laundry subscriber since 2017. Why he's here is... A few weeks ago, you must have, you must remember, I, I got a mail saying, Abhe, chuti hai, tujhe law ke baare pata to hai nahi. Aur tum pehlte rehte ho. Kisi ko liya, who knows anything. Being the judge. So, mein ne ka chal, yaar, tu hi aja. Say to, or something like that. Maybe we use different language, but sentiment to hoi tha, na? I basically was pointing out certain errors in the discussion by the panelists. Ah, to civilized ho gaya, si thudda. <laughs> yeah you did but I'm so glad you did because um, now we're going to be we have a Karthik has a database going of experts from our own community of subscribers you know whether it's legal or science and I think that day is not far when the whole Hafta sir subscribers we have so many such legally evolved minds we have guys who are doing postdoctoral uh, whatever papers they're writing on artificial intelligence who told me that by 2030 even pakodas will be done by artificial intelligence so modi ji is saying pakoda stroll laga lo wo bhi nahi laga paoge so journalists will be replaced so, soon no all we have so many experts we don't have to sit for hafta so that'll be great but thanks etu for coming appreciate you to call the time thank you so much today so much is happening in court so what a great day for you to come ंगू हे Uh, then we have Anand Vardhan. Hi, Anand. Hello. Who has been jogging off late, and you can tell by the glow and the bounce in his stride. <laughs> bounce in his stride. Yeah, there's a new Anand. Raman Kripal. Hello. Who has also got a bounce in his stride because elections are coming, and all good journalists suddenly start getting very excited when elections are coming. I don't know why, but such is life. And I'm the only one reading it. I was just like, shit, man. Two months of like. And our lazy journalist Manisha Pandey. Who's become Me a prima donna? Ever since she has a video show, makeup lao, camera on, karo please. <laughs> Vanity van kaam, baaki sab nikalo yaasay. So, khudi makeup karna pata. Khudi, khudi powder lagao, khudi script likho. Khudi, kam se kam karte camera to karta hai. Wo din dur ne jo camera bhi aap khudi karenge. Selfie stick se karo aap jo karna hai. You also do makeup. So, dekho Karthik is multi multi talented. So, um, why don't you tell us the first few headlines? I'll read the rest. Manisha yeah. Pandey, what do we have? It's What's happening in the country? Very exciting week. Republic TV is again at the center of a controversy. This time, for one of their anchors who was at AMU, she got into a little jhadap with uh, one of the uh, AMU faculty and AMU students. Lots of counter accusations on this. We'll discuss this. But following this, there were 14 students of AMU who were booked on sedition charges. So, according to UP Police, Republic TV is the state of India. Um, the Rafale report was tabled in Parliament. It compares the UPA deal of 126 aircrafts with NDA deal of 36 jets. This is a CAG report. Yeah. Com- Comptroller and Auditor General. Yeah. And apparently, the NDA deal is about two percent cheaper. Hmm. Uh, Mulayam Singh in the Parliament 
Maroda Googly when he said that he'd want Narendra Modi back as the PM. Sonia Gandhi was pretty amazed at that. Hmm. Um, there was the and uh, sorry and Rabri Devi's response to that has been interesting. कि वो थोड़े ज़्यादा उम्र के हो गए उनको पता नहीं क्या कहते हैं. वैसे उन्होंने मनमोहन सिंह के बारे में भी यही बोला था 2014. former cbi interim director nageswar rao was found guilty of contempt of court he was fined rupees 1 lakh by the supreme court and told to sit in a corner and, and behave this, himself <laughs> this reminds me of one of the first stories that is a in aaj tak when it was just a bulletin it wasn't a full channel but i'll discuss more on that then priyanka gandhi attended her first road show Let's and see that how got that all went. journalists excited. Then Subramanian Swami said, "We have psychophants in the media who'll do what we want." Thanks, Subhu. We didn't know that already, but anyway, it's always good to know. Criminal action against Arnab Goswami for accessing confidential documents sets a dangerous precedent. This is the headline of our article. This is Shashi Tharoor has said that all his you know documentation related to Sunanda Pushkar uh, death is whatever is, is, he's breached confidentiality or whatever. Yeah, it is. basically I, he accessed police notings which he shouldn't have had before the charge sheet is filed. Which is very problematic. Yeah. On this, I I stand with Arnab and Republic, but on the other, I don't, and we'll get into why and why not. Karnataka government to constitute a special investigating uh, team to probe the audio tapes involving B.S. Yadurappa. For those of you who don't know, B.S. Yadurappa's audio tape, you know, recordings have come out where he's talking about giving MLAs ten crores plus ministerial births to hop across, and he's gone on and said it's my voice, but that's not what I said. I really don't know what he's trying to say, but I was amazed that he said, yeah, that's my voice. So sue me. So, but this made absolutely no national news. Not even the BJP hating NDTV took it up. I have no idea why. Because I remember all these channels had taken up this one audio clip where Arvind Kejriwal is telling a party worker, "Hey, usko bolo, aaja nahi to uske pichwaade pe laat mar do." And that had become national news. And here there is, this is like not national news. They're they're saying that's crore de do ministry. But anyway, I'm I'm used to this by now. Government waived anti-corruption clause in Rafael deal. Is that unusual? uh we'll discuss whatever we can on this and if anyone has more gyan to pelo you can send we'll read it next time chandrababu naidu begins a hunger strike against center in delhi uh we saw that and of course there was that huge rally of arvind kejriwal also which was outshone by mulayam's utterances in parliament heckled during speech on national gallery of modern art amol palekar raises concern over censorship and on sunday he gave a live press conference which for some reason was entirely in marathi so i thought that maybe he wants to join shiv sena but then maybe i was just expecting too much like like someone asked him a question in english he started in english hindi and went to marathi then he, the whole press conference was only marathi and then his wife translated i mean he knows hindi mayawati set has to deposit public money spent on her statues says the supreme court but this wasn't an order it was an observation of the chief justice which i don't know if i'm committing contempt setu can tell us which is dude if you're just thinking out loud don't think out loud is the chief justice i mean i i think there's a deeply problematic thing that he said anyway and the mit professors protest subramanian swami's invitation to the massachusetts institute of technology because of his past hate speech so we shall discuss a bit of that as well so what do you want to start with let's since you have a lawyer let's start with the something legal so give us the context and then we can get setu in well, you missed the delhi fire <laughs> Oh, oh yes yeah, the, Delhi. the Delhi oh shit fire. he also missed what happened today abhi jo ho raha hai a supreme court ne jo aap that's what he can speak about actually yes, so, yeah. about that yeah aap versus lg i have really not uh, because the judgment is still not available online i checked right. it while coming in uh, just whatever the news feed we get it from twitter basically points out that 
one of the one of the points the two judges have uh, disagreed and it has been referred to a larger bench on the other aspects they've agreed some of the aspects they've clearly held that it is with the central government some of the powers are uh, exclusively with the delhi government and some with the lg so this distinction has been drawn now the core issue which remains uh, the dispute between the delhi government the lieutenant governor and the central government is as to who will regulate the functioning of the bureaucrats civil servants etc when they are working in the government of ncity of delhi that of obviously is still not clear because it has to be decided by a larger bench they've just referred the they like that, that has been the bone the of contention prime. between i think what the supreme court has said clearly is the acb comes under the center that's the anti corruption yes bill. yes but they that clarified. they had done through an amendment of the constitution rajnath singh had done initially it used to come under the delhi state government and as soon as uh, you know arvind came and he was filing those cases against ambani's and kapil sibal they amended the constitution and took it under the center so now the constitution says under the supreme court can't do anything much on that anyway right it was not an amendment of the constitution uh, it is uh, to my understanding a clarification as to who would control the acb and that clarification is now come by this judgment that acb will not be controlled by the delhi it government it was just a circular from the home ministry it is a circular from correct it was a circular from the home ministry and that has now the supreme court subject to what the judgment has said is that the acb will not be the delhi government the delhi government has no role to play in anti corruption and investigation etc that has been clarified at least from mm. what it seems comes and, out on the twitter and basically joint secretary and above the center will transfer and the rest they've said badi bench dekhegi now i mean just let's why don't you start say to what is your view on this judgment you think it is fair or they just played safe and kicked the can down the road and now again we'll be waiting another thing see like, there is a clear disagreement between the judges so obviously there cannot be there's no unanimity Achha, that's why so okay, so it that's has why to, it's been, okay. that's why that's why this issue has been referred to a larger bench as in when the larger bench is constituted and the matter is heard which i believe will be sooner but panch saal to nikal gaye ab is sarkar kuch kar hi nahi paayi is par i think it's rather bizarre that something like this can happen in india this should have been resolved long time back the stand which has been taken by both the sides is that they have absolute control over certain issues and they do not want to cede control we can see it as more political than legal because when the current chief minister kn par he was clear that he would do certain things realizing after coming into power that he doesn't have those powers to the problem is lieutenant governor has given the shelter to all these bureaucrats so practically i mean none of them uh, listens to the chief minister or the or the ministers this this has been re- reported that uh, the some of the bureaucrats and some of the secretaries do not report and do not uh, con- concur with the ministers when they take decisions back and forth this has been happening and this has been happening all this while uh, when there is a clarity as to who will exercise control over the bureaucrats then only probably will have a better picture there's one more thing which probably comes into the way to my understanding would be the cadre for the civil servants because there is no dedicated delhi cadre and there's a ut cadre there's a ut cadre oh. and and that cadre would mean that there has to be one government which controls that cadre i mean i think one thing that's very clear from the press conferences following the the supreme court ruling is that no one is trying to give any spin like usually when a supreme court ruling comes the both the parties say oh it is in our favor that is it is in our favor so one thing that's refreshing in this is aap is clearly pissed off and they're saying it's not in our favor and this com- this is completely unfair so uh, samit patra was gloating and he's very happy with this and i do agree with arvind's um 
position which he said in the press conference saying that what the judge said was that we cannot tweak the uh, basic structure the basic structure of the constitution he says the basic structure of the constitution is democracy that is what our constitution is founded on and if a democratically elected governments officials will be chosen by the party that has lost it is not democracy if who is reporting to me is selected by the person who i defeated how is that democratic and i think at a fundamental macro level it, it makes sense to me does i mean although as usual the print will come out with its you know bal ki khal utar ni he always knew it all along it's like this why did he contest election well you always knew that already you know if tomorrow the inv ministry tries to shut you down you always knew that our countries run like this why did you open a you know journalism outfit i what shit some of the journalistic analysis of this is so dumb in my view i'm amazed at people who've been in doing this for four or five decades that it is like this is a reason for it to be like this is something i've never understood and i hear that so often anyway any other True. views on this the delhi government now functions the basic parameter is uh, the national cap- capital territory of uh, delhi uh, act 1991 now since only 28 over how many years 9 and 19 27 28 years have gone the president the window is f- far narrower than for any other state so that also adds to the kind of uh, bureaucratic uh, uh, you can say um, lack of coherence about rules uh, second is that uh, I, i delhi may not have a dedicated cadre in uh, apart from the ut1 but it has danix and the uh, sec- second they are not is officers but uh, danix is the state civil services uh the point of contention is the services department whether mm. you can transfer or appoint or not uh, uh i think uh, the basic contention is that uh, the consumerate powers of uh, not a fully fledged state now how the center in the state would def- divide powers over a state which is not a full state now that would always uh, uh, push this case into a gray area and uh, supreme court has to come out with a very clear cut uh, and even last time they put a very vague uh, you know judgment the second time the supreme court on aap versus lg is put a very vague judgment for example the way it's worded that the lg shall act on the aid and advice of the government right that's exactly how the president's relationship with the cabinet minister is also worded the wording is not different in the two cases so tomorrow the president decides to say that forget it i'll sit on your files i will not let anything move will is is this what the supreme court will say that well it's aid and advice either you convince him or fuck it so suck no. it up i mean i just think it's i think it shows a coward cowardice on the part of the supreme court that they are not willing to take a stand because the language of the relationship with the lg and chief minister of delhi is the same as the language in the constitution of the relationship with president and the pm so in that case can the president do to De- the pm what the lg is doing to the chief minister of delhi if yes then well i'd, I'd like to see that happen no no the same language is being uh, is there in the constitution also for rest of the states delhi as he, as anand says is happens it's not a full st- state no, but what i'm saying is but the way the relationship is defined in the constitution is the same uh-huh. so in that case if the interpretation is that then a, if a president decides to do what the lg is doing 
is that okay will the will the supreme court says this is fine and the second thing is that stuff like i can understand that you know law and order fine that but if your own guy who is supposed to report to you in your office which happened about a year and a half ago would not listen to arvind kejriwal he wouldn't come in the room and he called him what can be the reason for giving that to the central mm-hmm. government and there has to be some reason right there has to be a functioning reason so i think and also sorry uh, i was yeah you're right it wasn't a constitutional amendment it was an amendment to the notification so the yes. acb actually did yes. come under the delhi government but when arvind kejriwal took over and he you know decided to act against virappan moyli and murli devra and it was clear that the next action would be against uh, mukesh ambani you know they took it they, they amended the notification and took it away from him correct the repository baggage for lg's powers is a uh, historical baggage the mindset is that uh, of uh, chandigarh lg like uh, all powerful uh, but for delhi the more convincing uh, equivalent would be puducherry which has a assembly which has a state government but these kinds of uh, conflict of uh, division of powers sometimes also surfaces there but not like it is happening right now yes the chief minister is sitting sleeping on the whatever outside the office like he did arvind kejriwal did here ha uh-huh. so uh, that is one thing second thing is that uh, if things are opaque they are not very transparent not clearly defined now a bureaucrat's best defense is the rule book if you give him an inch he will take a meter mm. so uh, if uh, supreme court does not define it very, in very clear terms mm. then bureaucratic edge would be there sure that that is one yeah you were saying sorry um, about shila dikshit who was saying yes i was giving that example about the term when it has not been always been that same political party has been power in the center as well as the state the example of atal bihari vajpayee and shila dikshit doing it working we don't know how it functioned but it functioned delhi was no but i think uh, in case of uh, but the government was the same right shila had a congress government with her no no, no. atal atal, 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 atal oh, sorry he's so talking atal, about before before uh, upa came see see atal was not so aggressive you know aggressively uh, fighting against the states the way modi is so so i think this was a fundamental difference yeah. between also the that, that was atal and shila uh, this is kejriwal and modi, modi. and secondly i was watching shila dikshit's uh, you know video bite also after this she's saying you know if you want to make this also happen you have to you can't be on this confrontational path you have to be able to convince the center it has to be very and you know her my auntie was up kara you had the acb under you for 15 years what did you do <laughs> one case was filed in 15 years one the fact is people like sheila dikshit and atal ji as much as i love him were status quoists ye ho raha hai hone do thodi corruption chal rahi hai chalne do yahan ho raha hai hone do modi is not that i personally don't think he is interested in fighting corruption but he is i will impose my rss cultural agenda to the country jo ho raha hai hone do nahi band karo sabko and arvind kejriwal is other extreme so i think the sheila dikshit model is done and dusted and over and quite honestly i'm glad but uh, um, we you know we want to, to go on to the other thing about the court i'll just read an email before that on the um, cbi chief so mm-hmm. so you'll just explain that and then we'll come into that but before that i have one announcement to make to cover the election we'll be sending our journalists across the country we hope to get you ground reports from at least 15 states other than sending our own journalists we are also commissioning some very uh, well respected names uh, including tr vivek whose second part of kaveri manisha should be up should hopefully be up by the time this podcast goes up yeah 
or at least within a day or two that yeah. is ready that by was funded week. by you nl sena subscribers that story is ready we have almost 10 illustrations to go with it so it look also very pretty 14 illustrations a 10000 word piece so be it's ready 10000 word piece with 14 <laughs> illustrations all of you extreme paid extreme long form those of you paid for it it's it's worth what you paid for it's a little novel now people like tr vivek and that seniority of journalists we are trying to con- commission five of them to bring out ground reports on the run up to the election that includes travel stay paying them for the professional fees and a lot of other logistical you know costs so our target is 16 lakhs and we need to raise this money by the 15th of march so we can send all these reporters across the country so by like the time election comes we bring you ground reports that can help you decide which way this country should go so do subscribe to the new nl sena project that will be up soon if it isn't already when this goes up so we can get you some kick ass ground reports now this letter is from unjum nazir i have read a part of this on awful and awesome as well but the chunk of it is for hafta so i'll read it for that unjum says first of all is unjum a a, a a male or a female name does anyone know is it unjum or u n j u m unjum so i will refer to unjum as unjum cuz i don't know if unjum is a he or a she but that's irrelevant because i love what unjum has written hi i'm another news on team i'm a very introverted person and do not mix well with people around so instead i consume podcasts like crazy almost after every hafta episode i wanted to write an email but did not i find your podcast really fun to listen to and informative as well i am a medical student originally from uri jammu and kashmir i have a couple of things to say i got to know about news laundry after your famous interview with vivek agnihotri chalo ji vivek tere pyar mein badnaam dur dur ho gaye tere saath hum bhi sanam mashhoor ho gaye today's valentines day sir and and such an appropriate song for vivek anyway i got to know about nl after your famous interview with vivek agnihotri then randomly browsing through the website i found your podcast let's talk about on kashmir i found it to be the most interesting and informative piece on journalism ever done on the kashmir issue and immediately became a subscriber because only part 1 was available for free and of course you had to subscribe for part 2 ever since i'm a regular subscriber i'm old enough to remember all the recent uprisings since 2008 it's crazy when i look back and realize what effects it had on me growing up and how differently i looked at it when i was young compared to now I remember when I was a kid I used to like cricket a lot and was a big fan of the Indian cricket team especially Sehwag and others then 2008 happened suddenly all the discussion among my friends changed political it's even crazier when i look back at how suddenly people of my age group who just in middle school started hating india so much and cut to world cup 2011 and i was rooting so freaking hard for pakistan and was so heartbroken and sad that india defeated pakistan mohali What happened in 2008 anything significant happened in Kashmir in 2008 anyway i don't know mm-hmm. so even now you won't believe how politically oriented discussions of small kids are especially when there is trouble outside one important point you made in the podcast is how no kashmiri now even recognizes the exodus of pandits as horrific 2008 were the mumbai attacks is he talking about 26 that 26/11 yeah i will okay. just check yeah so unjum goes on to say they have their own bullshit conspiracy theories which are so laughable and evil everyone in kashmir is fed with simplistic explanations for every situation which arises because of armed forces police or militants and everybody is so hell bent on their own beliefs about the conflict so i agree with your conclusion on the podcast that the issue will remain unsolved and the situation will remain fucked up as it is also i want to point that recently a video was released by terrorists shooting a girl for being an alleged informer of the armed forces or yeah, police. Yeah. With so much happening in the country, it was not taken up as much by national media as it should have been. Anyway, if that is the case, what do you think should be the responsibility of security forces towards their informers because usually what happens after killing the informer 
is that their families are also ostracized and cut off from society. Also, last month, the IS dropped from Kashmir, Shah Faisal resigned and entered politics. I think people like him can make some difference. I would love to hear the panel's view. And then Anjum has said some nice things about us. Thank you so much, Anjum. Um, thank you for your mail. And uh, I'm so glad you, you know, when we grow up, you realize that, like she said, or he said, he or she said, that there's so many people there who don't even acknowledge that the Kashmiri Pandit exodus happened because you've been fed with such bullshit. But it's nice to see that people who grew up there now are away and re-look at those influences. But I'm not sure the same can be said for many others. But anyone has anything to say about the Kashmir conflict or how it will be solved? No, but I think that uh, image of that girl, the video was circulated quite a bit of the girl who was shot dead, very young mm. girl. And that, it's true, it wasn't really picked up or talked about even by like the nationalist sort of media. It should have been. It's a very young girl. Anyone else has anything on Kashmir? Anand, Setu? Kashmir ka aise bhi oversupply hai. Let's talk about uh, where uh, since you're a lawyer and the the I've started I was actually moderating a fortunate enough to moderate a session where Ram Jethalani was deba- debating Subramanian Swami. And in my view, Jethalani wiped the floor with Swami. Like Swami didn't know what hit him. Because you know Jethwani quoted something from the Kashmir constitution and some addendum to that and of course no one had it and he said this is it and Subramanian Swami just show it to me until I won't believe it and of course after half an hour someone produced it and he was right what he says is that even if the Indian parliament passes rejects article 370 legally it cannot be done because it has to be because the constituent assembly of Jammu and Kashmir was different so until they their constituent assembly which doesn't exist right now so that either will be the assembly or that will be a new you know a constituent uh, Constituent Assembly that will be constituted agrees with what we amend. It cannot be implemented. So, as a lawyer, do you have any view on that? See, honestly, I've not done uh, any um, on the uh, yes on this. Uh, although it's very interesting because when we find that there are two separate constitutions, one which is we go back in history, we see what happened immediately after independence and what led to the incorporation of such a provision in our constitution and their formulation of their assembly and constitution. It is a complex issue. Uh, even the the fact that there are two distinct constitutions and the way they function. Generally, when we see uh, the laws which are made by parliament, generally we have a clause which say that it is not applicable to state of Jammu and Kashmir. Right. Because of this specific condition with respect to the lawmaking powers other than certain power, uh, certain subjects will be is has been conferred to uh, the Jammu Kashmir legislature. Do you think when these parties, especially the BJP says we'll abolish Article 370, do you think, because I generally think that their own leaders don't know that they can't do it. Legally, they can't do it. I think when they make the promise, they aren't lying. They think they can, but when they get re-elected and they go and then they read up, then they realize that they can't. I don't think they're misleading the people. They want to. What do you think? Because you think? they make political promises. Yeah, but I think they're sincere on this. You know, because a lot of things... Even I didn't know and I thought I knew a lot about Kashmir on... So maybe they know about it. They will just uh, do it in parliament, but it will never be done. Like the triple talaq, sorry, yeah. you were saying? No, what I am saying is that uh, uh, when people go for very, say, uh, sweeping changes, the uh, changes are political, not very legalistic. Hmm. So uh, this uh, legal... <laughs> In, these legal intricacies so uh, are not talked about. People talk about political solution. What is political solution? If, if uh, people 
think about a reconfiguration of power arrangements these legal issues will be swept away anyway hmm. so uh, while saying that they will abrogate uh, 370 what they are trying to say is that they will escalate the legal mechanism to a political solution okay now what happened in court regarding the cbi chief no, this uh, for on zoom uh, we had done an interview with the this is officer kashmir is oh so do so um, we had uh, we've yeah. done an, uh, the link will be below you can check that out as well we've interviewed this uh, topper who's resigned so now what happened in the court and raman sir you raman can tell sir, us raman sir so your cbi chief ko kya kone mein bitha diya jao no i i really don't know whether this was sufficient see Uh, first you need to understand cbi functioning no what was his usne usse apraadh kya tha contempt of court kya tha he is contempt of court he transferred one person called ak sharma okay uh, who was given the charge of mujaffarpur uh, you know that uh, uh, the shelter, shelter home cases yeah okay now now in this particular case and, sorry, and, and the supreme court transfer? supreme court had made it very clear that while handing over mujaffarpur case hmm. that this officer will not be transferred transferred chain and this guy was transferred from the uh, cbi to crpf acha okay now this fellow he is an interim he was interim cbi director hmm. cbi director always has a fixed two year tenure hmm. after the whatever this uh, alok verma alok verma case then he came in as interim director and this fellow was also told by the supreme court that he cannot take any policy decisions and he cannot transfer and he cannot take make any major decisions okay okay now having said that i mean uh, the supreme court did say about it but right from the day one uh, it was clear this is he, he had been breaking all the rules which even supreme court has not taken note of hmm. you know there is something what is the policy decision that cbi can take tell me Hmm. What are the policies? They, unlike the government, the CBI doesn't take any policy decisions. So they have a policy branch. The CBI has got a policy branch. So every month they ask for what is their policy? The politically Transfer. sensitive cases. I see. Okay. What are they? So he took action in against Akhilesh. mayavati all these politically so matlab he is so this is not the only this is not the only then the there should be lot of yes. contempt and and right and the thing is ak sharma who is who was handling mujaffarpur he was also the yeah, i don't know he was joint director or uh, i think he was joint director so he was also the policy in charge so he was removed from the policy itself so that is what happened now Say to you, tell us. Were you in court when he was standing in the corner? No, I did not. Uh, I would have gone just to see him. Yeah, <laughs> get a selfie click. I did. I have actually taken out time for my uh, after my matters to oversee some of these matters, but yeah. this time I could not. I had I had been following up. This particular contempt case only confines to his transfer out from CBI mm-hmm. after his promotion. There was a Supreme Court order prohibiting the CBI from transferring him out till the conclusion of the Muzaffarnagar shelter case. Muzaffarpur. Muzaffarpur, sorry. Muzaffarpur mm. uh, shelter case, uh, as he was heading that investigation. So the court had directed the CBI not to transfer him till the investigation is concluded. And yet he did. Now the thing is that, first of all, a CBI chief has been told by court. Of course, you know. I think there's a little hyperbole in how these judges also the word. I mean, this is how it's worded. The court had earlier said, "Court, you are playing with the order of the Supreme Court. God help you. 
never never play with the order of the court unquote <laughs> what what are you a judge or you are not going to one court and sit down till court rises you know a this god complex and if you do have a god complex then have the nuts to take a decision which kicks you know someone powerful in the nuts you know so a i think a man who will do the bidding of the government doesn't have shame anyway so he has no problem sitting in a corner so i really have this proves nothing and does nothing in my view other than may give us something to talk about in hafta any other views please this stands as a conviction against him he's been convicted for contempt of court so and a fine blemish on his record mm. does it affect and his pension does it affect no, him no being pension but he will not be able to cbi is 1986 batch so he won't be able to uh, become you know cbi director but can he get a nice posting like of course, head of nhrc of course, or something that to will keep happening then then how does it it matter to See, so so long as he has political blessing uh. Uh, he can enjoy a good post but one should ask setu like why do judges talk like that that's something I've but they have a god like complex one, no, 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 even when you read judgments one is that they make sure they write in a way that a regular person can understand so the writing is just and it's not true for all judgments specifically in india either they're quoting like shakespeare or they it's just very few judges write stuff which a regular person can get and in sabrimala and then the whole yeah the literary was, uh, the contempt was done so many times mm, and they didn't say happened. a word and specifically why did they write like that <laughs> tell us so there is a bit of background as to why do they write like that see uh, one is that every judge has own, a very different style of writing you'll find some of the current sitting judges in the supreme court very sh- uh, short and sh- uh, uh, concise judgments mm. to the point some of them do uh, it is uh, at the end of the day their own style as to how do they want to express themselves uh, we also know that judges do not have any other way or medium of communicating their viewpoint uh, to the public and in general they have to speak through their judgments some of them yes do, there are very long and it uh, very difficult for common people to read equally challenging for us to understand mm. yeah i really sometimes think how, how do you like for uh, there the things are changing i think they like to be quoted in fact there was this one film called i forget what it's called it's a netflix film and it was a political satire and they had one judge who says who pays off this english teacher to write his judgment landmark judgment to niche landmark judgment to be quoted <laughs> by everybody and he actually outsourced it to be written so people can quote and say how well it's written right although i don't know how true it is yeah anand anything to say before we move on no means uh, i think uh, judicial prose has evolved uh, as a kind of prose in itself so it has been uh, influenced uh, i think uh, you, you see indian uh, now most of the judges are, were once lawyers and they read uh, laws which have been written in very outdated english so archaic english and that english was uh, perhaps influenced by victorian melodrama so uh, that kind of they carry that kind of language in how they write now a new breed of judges may not be writing that but someone like deepak mishra writes very verbose pre- uh, prose and mm-hmm. that, that is one thing and second is uh, uh, that uh, uh, sound bites as you said mm-hmm. the live, live 
ट्विटिंग ऑफ हेट और हेडलाइन जजमेंट्स ऐसा कुछ बोलो कुछ लोग शायरी भी बोल रहे हैं आजकल तो सो यस हेडलाइन हंटिंग काइंड ऑफ जजमेंट्स सो दैट इज आल्सो देयर नाउ दिस सीबीआई आई थिंक दिस पर्टिकुलर मुजफ्फरपुर केस से इफ ही हैज बीन कन्विक्टेड फॉर ट्रांसफरिंग दैट इट वाज ही वाज डीलिंग विद समवन हु इज अ वेरी लाइट वेट इन पॉलिटिकल सर्कल्स मींस द मुजफ्फरपुर केस द जेडीयू लीडर ही इज अ लाइट वेट एंड इफ ही रिस्कड हिज इंटेग्रिटी फॉर ट्रांसफरिंग इट और इट वाज अ काइंड ऑफ एरर ऑफ जजमेंट आई कैंट से बट ही रिस्क इट फॉर अ वेरी लाइट वेट इट ही वाज नॉट अ हैवी वेट नो नो इट वाज पार्ट ऑफ अ लार्जर गेम ए के शर्मा वॉज नॉट ओनली हैंडलिंग मुजफ्फरपुर ही वॉज हैंडलिंग ऑल अस्थाना केसेस सो फर्स्ट फर्स्ट एंड ही वॉज नॉन टू बी क्लोजर टू आलोक वर्मा सो वेन आलोक वर्मा वॉज रिमूव एंड ही वॉज ब्रोट इन सो ही रिमूव यू नो दिस ए के शर्मा फ्रॉम दी अस्थाना केसेस एंड पॉलिसी ओके वेन वर्मा आलोक वर्मा केम फॉर टू डेज So he, he brought him. brought back, he brought back A K Sharma so as policy. It was policy. not so much about the case; it was Aha. about the Verma Kadmi and Astana Kadmi. Yes, he brought brought him back as a, you know in charge of Astana cases and policy in charge. Okay, and after two days when he went away, he all together he just transferred him to C R P F. He let let him not. So this is how it happened. Now let's just move on to the Rafael deal. Manisha, tell us what happened, and then anyone wants to weigh in can Rafael weigh in. But this is just put here yeah, the basically C A G. tabled its report basically two or three things the cag says well it says that on india specific enhancements on the aircraft deal the price came down by 17.08% it went up by 6.54% on engineering support packages on performance based logistics it went up by 6.54% again on some tools testers and ground equipment it went up by 0.15 it came down on weapons package it came down on services products operations because the various elements of the entire rafale fighter aircraft deal however it doesn't account for the offset price which is what the contention is it doesn't say whether the offsets the whole anil ambani issue is not addressed mm-hmm. in the cag report this cag report is only tab jo negotiation thi ab jo negotiation aircraft price ka kya hai and the bjp is saying dekho cag has given us a clean sheet and the cag is, has not given any clean yeah. sheet there are two three issues which cag has not even dealt with right like one officer who said that the P- there are parallel negotiations are happening yes uh, by and the pmo has that hasn't been addressed and this is too. an accountant saying that Haan. this was the pr- and also they haven't said this is as compared to what price what is the base price they've taken because that they are not allowed to disclose so we don't know what is the base price that they acting on so i think it's sad and related article i want to quote here this is from bloomberg quint India statistics was prompt call for independent verifier. This says an Indian think tank founded by the Central Bank wants the government to form an independent body to vet official data, and it talks about how Indian or you know institutions' data is not being seen as credible by international organizations. On Hafta only I had said this about a year ago. I travelled overseas and I remember saying I had met um, the head of a large international financial organization, multinational, you know. and that person had told me that we don't take india's data seriously now it's like china's data agar india ka hum ek projections karna hai agle quarter ka agle saal ka growth figures any figures we take the regional data generally we don't take government data anymore that's how discredited it's become and it wasn't because i hate modi or anything that is what this gentleman told me 
for whom money mattered. Of course, it's coming in an article. Now, this CAG report, I don't understand how it proves anything. But yet it's being used politically. In fact, just to quote from an Economic Times report, it says that the main conclusion to be drawn from the CAG report is that the present government has left a five-squadron gap in India's defence preparedness. So on that, it's actually chided the government. It said that the primary goal of defence procurement is to reinforce our defence capability. And the present government's uh, Rafael deal has made a shortfall of 70% on that count. So it's not really a clean shit. And I, yeah, I think uh, the big question for me with all the stories that Enram has done, Hindu has done, is that this strange number of 36, like why did he just go there and suddenly announce that maybe it's not a scam, but it's just an arbitrary sort of a conclusion to come to or a deal, an announcement to make. There without, are too many coincidences yeah. that, you know, Anil Ambani met the former defense minister just two weeks before that. He was there when an announcement was made by his correspondent. It's clear that he knew that an announcement would be made. Yeah. You know, I mean... It could be bluster also. Maybe he just went there and he said, Haan, but, but, but these are questions to be it's, it's like the Russia-Trump, Russia probe. Maybe nothing happened, but it's one hell of a... You have to really explain five simultaneous coincidences. It's very difficult to explain those. I think I am using a cricketing analogy that uh, Rafael as, a, as an issue has become a spinning track in which the the opposition will have its own leg breaks, but the government will also get its off break. So both sides are getting something. (laughs) So uh, if you see two, three points, quick points I'm making, that parallel negotiations, uh, PM and uh, defense ministry. Now, uh, a deal which involves so many sectors of specialization, defense, security, foreign policy, the economic analysis of the deal, will have notes of dissent, some officials. Ultimately, it is defense ministry, not secretariat. Mm. Defense secretariat. Secretaries or some uh, expert can have a difference of opinion. Now, PM running a parallel negotiation, uh, I think in last 10, 15 years, which has not been duly deliberated in national media, is the decline of the institution of cabinet secretariat. Mm. The cabinet, earlier we used to value cabinet secretary as a very important position because he coordinated uh, among different uh, ministries. But now principal secretary to the prime minister is the key. So the whole cabinet system, the cabinet secretary was the most uh, valued uh, bureaucrat uh, for coordination. If that was there, this would not be a very key issue of contention because he coordinated and this. Ultimately, the ministerial note was uh, what Enram has been saying, uh, I think Manu Pubi in huh, economic some of it time has, come out. has already, they, they had already reported it earlier. Even Karwa had reported a part of it. Hmm. So, so it's uh, not a new expose. Enram, some bits of it, yeah. not all. So, uh, I think a couple of things. One is anti-corruption things. clause, drop mm-hmm. of... Huh, yeah. anti, anti-corruption clause again. Now, you see, uh, sorry for our listeners. There's a clause in any defense contract so that you cut out middlemen and any kickbacks and bribes. There's an anti-corruption clause that prohibits any payments other than through escrow accounts, and you will not pay middlemen. And if you pay middlemen, there'll be a you know a corruption you know thing will tri- get triggered. That clause was removed for this. Hmm. Uh, defense deals world over are most opaque deals. 
mm. are most opaque deals the and uh, even government's contention in uh, uh, contention of whole lot of defense experts is that it cannot be just any other sector because uh, um, security because of security issues the limited number of suppliers and uh, the intergovernmental contact it is not an open market that everything mm. can be made public so uh, it's a very opaque that has left a huge window of corruption and uh, uh, there is hardly any defense deal which is uh, claimed to be very clean so uh, it leaves a lot of um, uh, scope for opacity mm. so uh, that is when uh, Sri Wright Mills has documented it as a military industry complex. Hmm. So uh, a a anyway, what I am saying is that the corruption clause is uh, India uh, India avoided a uh, deal with Russia because it, it, it uh, uh, India was insisting on corruption clause and Russia didn't want it. Right. And now they have uh, invented this uh, mechanism called letter of comfort, which uh, uh, does not require bank guarantees, but okay, government would fa facilitate it, but uh, we will not guarantee. Also, so, I think so one of the issues that also came up is this is not a government to government deal. It's government to a private agency. You know, like like one of the things that they keep hiding behind is that the French government has mm. said this, we cannot make this public. It's a government to government deal. It is not a government. The signatory from our end is a representative of the government. The signatory from Rafael's end is a member of Rafael, not of the government ah. of France. So on that, if it's a private party there, I understand that there may be some, you know, things that you cannot make public. I think there is a lot of... Um, confusing matters purposely by the government because I'm not saying that there is certainly a scam of XYZ but like has been pointed out you know by many people there are very few defense deals that are clean so it's also it has that reached, is true. it has reached to a point where the finger is pointing to the man at the top mm. now the only resolution for it is when government actually decides to resolve it maybe the next government or a probe otherwise this uh, just shouting that scam is scam it will go on what we know about Bofors now not much not exactly. much not, than uh, what we knew then uh, after after two three decades what we know about Which we knew. true uh, related to this only Setu if you could just the Chief Justice of India has sacked two Supreme Court officials tampering with the order in Anil Ambani's contempt case. So Anil Ambani has this case, there's so many things that are putting on his head. As his sir mundate hi ole pade. And he sir mundaya nahi he's just lost all his hair. One is his photograph. He looks so old and haggard. Uh -huh. And Mukesh Ambani is glowing like Anand. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows that when the going is good... And Anil Ambani is your own case. Anil Ambani is my own case, sir. He is my own case. He is my own case. He will die. And Mukesh Ambani is glowing like Anand Vardhan. Look, the whole jug is in his head. But anyway, he is supposed to give Ericsson with 500 crores and he did not. And the order that was uploaded on the website did not... It did not communicate what Justice Chandrachud had said. That what the order said was that he cannot... He need not be present. And these two guys, and it's an, uh, two assistant registrars were found involved in tampering the court order, which appeared favorable to Reliance Communication, Anilambani contempt case. Can you imagine this guy's ability, even when the chips are down, that an order that is uploaded is tampered with on his. If you can't do it, you can't do it, sir. 
ंग now since it is reserved we have to wait for the final order yeah but on we'll the 7th of january the order that was uploaded to the supreme court website said that the personal appearance of the alleged contemners is dispensed with and then when justice uh, uh, what's his name uh, nariman saw this he said that is not what i've said and then the two guys were summoned the registrars and they had actually tampered with it and uploaded this so and they've been removed from the job so i'm just saying but sorry coming back to anil ambani he looks so haggard and he looks so ill and i'm just thinking your brother's company posted like a 20000 crore profit or something ridiculous like that he can just pay off all your debts and you're fine why won't he, he do it he is still to get his payments from jio that, that is that is through. what the contention but here is but that's fallen through that's come through right because in the court he had to say that 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 has not gone through he's not, not received through payments the sale. from jio anyway so well those those nara to chode the bhai ne bhai ki wat laga di wat ekdam so moving on that's uh, always the case in big family businesses though what is भाई लगाएंगे वाटो भाई या सच इज लाइफ वेल दिस लेटर इज फ्रॉम गुरु गुबेली साई रत्ना चैतन्य सो जी एस आर सी सेज दैट्स गुरु कॉन्ग्रेट्स ऑन ग्रेट वर्क आई स्टार्टेड लिसन टू हफ्ता बिफोर इट वेंट बिहाइंड पे वॉल एंड हैव बीन सब्सक्राइबर फॉर ऑलमोस्ट मोर देन ईयर थैंक यू गुरु इफ यू ऑल कैन काइंडली डिस्कस द लैक ऑफ अ फुल फ्लेजेड कैबिनेट इन तेलंगाना दिस वीक इट विल बी टू मंथ्स सिंस इलेक्शन रिजल्ट्स ऑन मंडे एंड द स्टेट हैज ओनली चीफ मिनिस्टर एंड होम मिनिस्टर There are few reports on this in the English yeah, media. Yeah, and he's given him his. Not he's from Hyderabad. <laughs> There were a lot of reports in Telugu media, but no one seems to care anymore. <laughs> If I may bring this to your attention, TSRTC, State Road Transport Corporation, has not had a full-time MD for more than a year now. It is annoying. KCR doesn't seem to care about administration, but keeps going on about federalism. Keep up the good work. Regards, Guru. I'm assuming a keep up the good work is for News Laundry and not for KCR, but you never know. But thanks, Guru, for your subscription, for your support, and uh, kind words. So, after you wrote this mail, I actually went and read this Economic Times article two months on Telangana yet to have full-fledged cabinet. Well, though the state government spokesperson says that they will very soon get a cabinet going, but it tells you so much about running a state. कि साला आप जीत गए फिफ्टम कंप्लीट फिफ्टम ही मेड सम इनसेन न्यू दिस थिंग ना फॉर 50 करोड़ के भाई गर्भक्री समथिंग सम एस्ट्रोलॉजी सम वास्तु शास्त्र कुछ नया बनाया है और आपका कैबिनेट ही नहीं एंड व्हाट दिस आर्टिकल सेज इट नाउ बिकॉज़ सो मच टाइम इज गॉन अर्लियर फटाफट झटके से बना देता द डिसग्रंटल्ड पीपल वुड स्टे डिसग्रंटल्ड द विक्ट्री कार वेव वुड यू नो ड्राउन आउट ऑल द डिसेंटर्स नाउ दैट सो मच टाइम इज गॉन अब वो किसी को भी बनाएगा लोग गुस्सा हो जाएंगे दूसरा गुस्सा हो जाएगा सो वट इज यू तो एक ऐसा चैप्टर भी है कि जब 
स्टेट गवर्नमेंट आ जाए लेकिन कोई मिनिस्ट्री किसी को हैंड ओवर ना हो तो कैसे चलती है वो गवर्नमेंट नो नो इट इट इज जस्ट गवर्नमेंट बाय ब्यूरोक्रेट्स मींस ब्यूरोक्रेट्स आर रनिंग इट सो इट मस्ट बी रनिंग मोर एफिशिएंट देन विद मिनिस्टर्स रनिंग इट यस दिस इज एन एक्चुअल कोट आई एम रीडिंग आउट बाय द स्टेट लेजिस्लेटर सेक्रेटरी एन एस्ट्रोलॉजर नरसिम्हा चरयुलू के सी आर में टेकअप द कैबिनेट एक्सपेंशन आफ्टर फेब्री फिफ्टीन अकॉर्डिंग टू द गर्भ चक्र प्लानिटरी पोजिशन ऑफ राव पूर्णिमा किप्स मोर स्ट्रेंथ ग्रेट स्टोरी टू डू फ्रॉम द ग्राउंड लाइक राइफर शशि थरूर whatever details of the emails and stuff that is a part of the investigation by some illegal means and therefore the delhi court has asked i think the patel house court hmm. has asked for an fir to be filed against arnab goswami the second case is amu arnab goswami's rather strange choice in hiring a reporter did anyone see her tweets from the past <laughs> yeah. fuck rahul gandhi let's fuck rahul gandhi uh what is this pm is like this fuck this fuck that bhan ye i'm like dude i was seeing her even if she was not a reporter for republic I mean, if she was know. a normal person look but uh, that's what a lot of people are saying but sometimes they think okay maybe she was young back then and she wrote these things should we be judging well, her back so then is 2 years ago even yeah. if you wrote two these years things ago, okay, yes. See, it must be her first 2000. job and, and 13 nahi no, yeah, 2 years ago right 2013 ka hai to 14 i think her role model is arna so anybody's role model louis arna no she's abused arna balls on a twitter timeline so anyway first let's confront the further shashi tharoor <laughs> i think that's seriously problematic it is clear republic gets all their leaks from government agencies they are not hacking shashi tharoor's computer hmm. if this is an fir Every fucking leak is an FIR, and we can say goodbye to journalism. I think this is. I mean, Arnab has to be, you know, stood up for on this. Uh, I would like the panel's views. Lawyer, Sabab, batayiye. See, कैसे Delhi court ने बोल दिया FIR ठोको तो फिर हर leak पर FIR नहीं ठोकनी चाहिए. Strictly legally, if we see this, there what ha- with the order of the Delhi court is that there are certain allegations which prima facie make a case out for investigation and therefore there has to be an FIR to investigate it. If we see it other than legal, uh, more a journalist, a journalistic venture, we find that it is important that journalists go up, out and get leaks and get information. The way this matter has been investigated, for that matter, any other important uh, crime has been uh, has been investigated, requires questioning. So you're saying we're overreading it. Uh, what you're saying is that the केस वॉज फाइल्ड कि भाई इसने हैक किया मेरा कंप्यूटर तभी इसको ये सब डेटा मिला है द कोर्ट है सेट ठीक है पहले एफ आई आर फाइल करो फिर चेक कर लो सो इट्स नथिंग दैट वी शुड बी अलार्म अबाउट देर इज समथिंग टू बी अलार्म अबाउट बिकॉज द अंडरलाइंग बेसिस ऑफ फाइलिंग दिस एफ आई आर इज द फैक्ट दैट ही वॉज ट्राइंग टू गेट इन्फॉर्मेशन अबाउट द इन्वेस्टिगेशन बिंग कंडक्टेड हाउ कैन शशि थ्रू सी दैट ही इज हैकिंग माई कंप्यूटर मीन यू हैव टू प्रोवाइड मोदी इज हैकिंग ट्राइंग टू हैक माई कंप्यूटर टू सेव हिज गवर्नमेंट बिकॉज आई हैव समिक स्टफ 
villain affair we fell against modi i have to prove he's hacked it now i can't just say that he's hacking it for for such cases uh, legally what happens is that if i'm aggrieved by something i have some material to show to the court the court will direct that in uh, there is enough so the person aggrieved makes an application to the court the court says that i read the contents and the material before me there's a prima facie case for the police to investigate so i'm directing him to uh, the police to register one and do an investigation oh, this is the stage where and this uh, proceeding is ex parte which is one sided proceeding where the complainant comes to the court and Uh, claims the that he's not proof was in him so he, he only comes to say that please see my complaint i have made certain allegations in my opinion it makes out a case for registration of fir that is what the court has done bases the material before the court the court has said to the concerned police station to, to investigate it what it's basically saying is what two three contentions he has one is that he accessed police file notings which i think legally you can't have access to which is why when you go to police station they'll show it to you they'll never give a copy it's not a charge so, sheet or an fir it. it's a noting a diary but so, so you read it so which is fine most people do it even in kathua case raman sir broke the story of ranjit yeah, yeah. sinha everyone I mean, does it that's hmm. what i'm saying but maybe there's some law through which they can use against him but i think that uh, so that's of course dangerous because if they if they say it's illegal then all of us are screwed But I think Shashi Tharoor, of course, has a legitimate grievance in terms of the coverage. Sure, but there's for a case which happening he should exercise uh, no, civil case, defamation. But That's what case chal raha hai? There are cases, uh, cases by Shashi Tharoor. Uh, Bo- but you know, Shashi Tharoor versus Republic, no cases chal raha hai. We've reported yes, yeah, on those yeah. cases. Yes, but but defamation case is definitely. Uh, yeah, that yeah. is there. Because uh, he's called him murder. He's think, called him yeah. murder and all that. Because even when he. uh you know got the information from the delhi police delhi police reports what's only suggestive they had not investigated it further mm. so on that suggestion he had declared that tharoor is the killer फुटेज Now, on this, a lot of people have, you know, asked question. I'm guessing on the Shashi Tharoor, we're all on the same page, or does anyone think that journalists should be? Hmm, sorry, Anand, go ahead. I am all for jailing. So, <laughs> <laughs> you are all for jailing. <laughs> no, all means with no sympathy for Shashi Tharoor or Arnab Goswami. If uh, jail everyone, sab ko jail mein bharo. So anyway, so um, what I'm saying is that uh, this leak. thing or yeah, the moral dilemma is same as with his sting operation this uh, i had said and i was uh, accused of over intellectualizing it mm. um, though i am not capable of even intellectualizing so over intellectualizing is a bit so uh, anyway so uh, i think the moral dilemma is uh, socratic and gandhian is speaking truth to power and uh, the, then the gandhian means have to be as moral as the end mm. so uh, this is the philosophical tension this is a moral point of view the second is the purely legal legal as uh, i was saying that if it's a crime in the law of uh, on, in the law of the land for an ordinary citizen a journalist is no different right if it's a crime it uh, the journalist has to has to be booked under it that is my position on it so now coming to this lady so i saw the footage several people are saying you know you've been a journalist how can you stand up to the hooliganism you know what the hooliganism that indulged in or did not indulge in what led to it is grey because 
Arnab, the kind of shouting he does, the kind of Muslim bashing he does, a place like AMU is not going to look at it sympathetically. But let's go by it purely what we know. I remember when I was a journalist and I wasn't doing any major expose of terrorists. We had to go, something happened. This time, cut-offs were 92% and up to 99, and then 91, 92. And then I took a bite from college. Now, आज रात को स्टोरी करनी है अब मैं पीआरओ को चिट्ठी लिख के तो दूंगा नहीं जी मुझे परमिशन दो कल तक मेरी स्टोरी के बाद एसआरसीसी में स्टीवन में तो घुस नहीं सकते थे क्योंकि पीछे से गेट था वो प्रॉपर गेट था और ये सामने वाला गेट था एसआरसीसी में वो साइड से पार्किंग से गली सी थी हंसराज में गली सी थी तो वहां हम घुस जाते थे और बाइट लेने लग जाते थे और फिर कोई आता था आपने परमिशन ली हमने कहा हां भाई हां ऐसे तब तक दो चार और बाइट ले निकल लिए बिना परमिशन के हम निकल जाते थे क्योंकि हमें पता था कॉलेज में आने से पहले आपने परमिशन लेनी होती है हम आउट ऑफ लेजीनेस लेते थे अगर निकल गई गाड़ी निकल गई नहीं निकली हम चुपचाप बाहर चले जाते हम वहां खड़े होकर कहते हम प्रेस वाले हैं तुम हमारी नहीं निकाल सकते चूतियां हैं क्या मतलब आई एम दीस गाइस नेवर यूज्ड टू आर्ग्यू एंड द लास्ट टाइम आई हैव सीन रिपोर्टर्स बिहेव लाइक दिस आई रिमेंबर इट वाज सम क्रिकेट रिलेटेड थिंग पता नहीं शायद दिल्ली का एयरपोर्ट प्यारी थी टीम हजारुद्दीन था उन दिनों क्रिकेट खेलता था या बॉम्बे में आ रही थी मुझे भेज दिया था कैमरा लेके तो मुझे ना क्रिकेट में इंटरेस्ट ना हजारुद्दीन में और मैं तो वहाँ चकित रह गया मैं तो 20 साल का था शायद टेबल वेबल कॉफ़ी वॉफी और ब्रेड पकोड़े वगैरह पड़े हुए थे क्योंकि पीपल न्यू उन दिनों इतना टी थ्री इतना फैंसी नहीं था टुच्चा सा था हमारा एयरपोर्ट तो आधा इंडोर आउटडोर टाइप था वहाँ पर लगे थे ताकि जब प्रेस आएगी और टीम आएगी तब तक हम पकौड़े खा सकते हैं अब वहाँ पर वो आए किसी ने धक्का दे दिया होगा किसी प्रेस वाले को क्योंकि सब टूट पड़े सर रिपोर्टर तो चढ़ गए टेबल पर तोड़े हम प्रेस वाले हैं हमसे ऐसा हम प्रेस वाले मैंने कहा कमाल है यार ये तो वो और ये आज वी हैव कम फुल सर्कल प्रेस वालों को नहीं निकाल सकते एंड एक्चुअली व्हेन यू सी द वीडियो ही इज वेरी पोलाइटली आस्किंग ही डज वेरी पोलाइटली शी इज इग्नोरिंग एंड देन ही गेट्स एंग्री कुछ शी इज इग्नोरिंग बिकॉज़ देन ही आल्सो फील्स कि भाई आई एम द यूनिवर्सिटी का व्हाटएवर हाउ यू इग्नोरिंग मी सो देन ही गेट्स वेरी लाइक यू आर नॉट लिसनिंग टू मी मेरा सो ही गेट्स उसका भी इगो हर्ट हो जाता है कवर द कैमरा द कैमरामैन शब्द से में आई मीन आई थिंक एमयू किड्स आर वेरी डिसेंट इफ इट वाज द डीयू ऑफ माय यूथ They hmm. would have broken more But than I think there's one thing here: this beast of Arnab Goswami's journalism, and the liberals or not liberals, but maybe people who feel under attack by his journalism have to find better ways of countering it. Because then what happens now? She's making that claim that they took my camera, they broke it, they started attacking me. When you start attacking them, then there's no option for us but then to side with her and say that okay, irrespective of her but journalism, no one has attacked her. No one touched her. I've seen the footage. She's, no, she's so no. She that footage anything. we don't have. No one has that footage. No, no I've I've seen the footage of them there's, being. That's pulled. only one footage. But once they've gone out. No one's. No, no what one's you've seen her. is the one footage where they're talking. No, after, after that, I've seen another one today hmm. when there's a whole mob coming, and they're all there, and the crew's been escorted out. No one's touched her. Mm. But she's made the claim that she's been Dude, attacked, the, uh, the, and she was her camera was. The camera was cut. Pagad ke phaka ho. The, so now, the thing is that you have to also figure out how to. Yeah, I mean, I just them because I, otherwise I, I you end up just offending them. Arnab is pushing the limits of what is reasonable. And, Absolutely. And if these guys think this is doing them any favors, I mean, he is one of the most and short-sighted what, what people. And what is worse is that as a boss, he's sitting in a studio and putting his reporters' lives in jeopardy. He doesn't have to face this flat. He doesn't have to. He his reporters have to go heckle. I remember. I used to feel bad because many of these reporters, Tharoor ke ghar ke aage, you know, they have to heckle. Their only job is to heckle. Like go there, start heckling, call him a coward, and it's a bit embarrassing beyond the point. Also, yeah, as a reporter, if you have to, you know, go and do it, so. And the sad, it's, it's really sick part. of him 
to let these reporters no. just face the, all the flack. And the fact that the UP police did not act on on the complaint uh, of AMU that these guys are trespassing and put 14 14 students under yeah. sedition. It's 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 and and, and the, this the, Pakistan Zindabad is a new thing. Everywhere, wherever people want to do something, we heard the Pakistan Zindabad ke nare sunete. There was no mention. Not even Nalini when we spoke to her, she didn't even mention the fact that Pakistan Zindabad was. So obviously, it wasn't chanted. And if you know, she should have actually come up and said by now that okay, they didn't chant the slogan, arrest them for whatever attacking me and all, but not sedition. Gentlemen, you have anything to add to this? Feel free. When I first. Uh Mm, came across this news. I was uh, surprised that uh, how can a reporter assault a st- university students? It's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, means, uh, but yes, means uh, I think two uh, two years back um, when triple track. Uh, case was going on a, a reporter from india today was shouted down uh, at amu gate mm, yeah uh, at amu, amu gate when she was uh, uh, interviewing some female yes. students from amu so uh, shouted down so uh, uh, th- that is uh, and there i don't think she was doing anything wrong she was mm, doing her job mm, and she wasn't trespassing she was mm, conducting an interview Hmm. Uh, uh, one thing. Now, uh, second is uh, yes, the problematic question of the conduct of the particular reporter and what is the channel's responsibility. Now, here, this is not uh, very uh, unclear because a pattern of uh, the conduct of the channel and the reporter is being established. But it can be uh, uh, very problematic also f- f- in cases where some reporters, uh, particularly in local bits, turn as extortionists. Mm. And whether their newspapers are responsible for that or not is... Means uh, if you go to hinterland district reporting, many reporters uh, act as extortionists. They, so uh, uh, whether their newspapers are responsible for it or not, I don't know. Sedition, I think, uh, what I limited knowledge I have of this particular case is that the SSP of Aligarh has said that already cases were going on against these, some of the students. And they've withdrawn the cases today because the court said they don't have enough evidence for that. They so those cases have, have gone. Proof, so yeah. there were some related to this and now they've gone back on that. Okay. Both the sides, whatever I've read and followed, both the sides are not trustworthy. From what I see, I really can't trust that is also either true. either Republic or uh, the AMU students. They have their own colorful history. They conduct both Republic with their other uh, reporting in other places being heckled and doing what they do. And AMU students doing what they do. They've done it. We know enough. One of thing which politics. is um, dubious uh, from the AMU students thing is the fact that only one student is saying that she called me a terrorist, and on live she said that this is a university of terrorists. Apart from that one student, no one has said that she called them a terrorist or whatever. Mm. So that's a flimsy allegation. I think they're throwing at Republic that she called someone a terrorist. There's not enough proof for that. That a journalist can walk in into AMU and call them terrorists. Is in itself unbelievable. In no, no, Republic can do, do it. That, that is not unbelievable. That, 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 to, to do that in uh, AMU. No, 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 I've seen that provocation happen. I've seen a provocation happen during the Jan yeah, Lokpal yeah. movement. There's Tehseen Poonawala who's become such a star now. He, in the middle of that, this thing, I didn't even know who this joker was. And those days I was a spokesperson, so I was told that please come. And this boy who's now on Times now, the one of the French beard who comes with Atar Khan, I've forgotten his name. He said, can you just come and do this little live? So I came. 
So this is other Tehsin Pa. I said, who's he? He says, no, we are just doing a debate. I was like, you, I'm like in the middle of this, you know, Maidan, you want to do a debate? Just do a debate, do it in your studio. And this Tehsin Pa, yeh mere charo taraf, yeh sab kyaon bethe hai, yeh sab gunde mawali hai. मैंने तो कमाल है यार अब इनमें से एक ने अब तुझे थप्पड़ मार दिया फिर तो बोलेगा देखो कितने people of course do that they do that purposely so that they can make a spectacle of it luckily no one you know got up and slapped Tehsin Puna वाला but he did everything he could from the middle of that with surrounded by people of the Jan Lokpal movement saying that look at these people they're like this and Republic what Republic did that Republic Z News and all they're very capable of doing this they go to these busties you know and they'll be like ye rohinga ki basti hai yahan pe rohinga but matlab randomly pata bhi nahi hai ki kya hai kya nahi and they'll start calling the basti no, but i'm not going by what anyone's saying i'm going by the footage that's what i'm saying the, the footage. footage shows ah. this girl standing in the premises talking to camera without any permission this gentleman saying please do you have permission please stop she's ignoring him he continues he continues and finally when she continues she puts his in front of the camera then it spirals out of control and that is the most the longest bit of footage that i've seen if republic has some counter footage produce it but if they had they would have produced it by now i'm thinking uh, they would have so now just a quick related subject which is uh, mr subramanian sami saying we have psychophants in the media who do what we want so he made this claim where was this Does, where this was, was in bombay uh, I, I don't know the exact details but he was uh, in bombay okay, giving i have lecture. it here it was an event organized by bharat vikas parishad in chembur oh chembur and bombay. the title was ideology of modern india the path ahead so he says certain psychophants in the media who do whatever we want so the video is here so anyone want to weigh on this well, stated the obvious quite right huh? Huh. it's quite right he has been doing it Yes. Ha is is been doing it with some digital platforms. Mm. So I think it's everybody knows about that. Yeah, I mean He's quite funny वैसे. Arnab ke show pe I mean he said a lot of things to Arnab also to his face. So he's quite face. No but what what I find fascinating <laughs> is that who are these psychophants? Like I want to see people who have interviewed Subramanian Swami, you know, with a very chatu interviews I've seen of Subramanian Swami's. No chatu. The point is that dude i went to it subramanian swami yeah he's a joke he's a fucking joke and i've seen people sitting here sir ye itni bakwas karta hai wo aadmi aur you don't want to call him out on that and baki jag ko aap you'll point fingers I, I, i'm just saying anyway the point is i have seen industrialists talk about journalists in the most disgusting manner so if any journalist listen to this and you think any of these guys respect you they don't the way they talk about you behind your back certain journalists the chatu journalists yeah mm. otherwise why would they <laughs> otherwise the journalists wouldn't care what they say na but the point is most journalists think that because this person is being very nice to me my former colleague now he's heading a channel he was so thrilled advani ji hai meri shaadi pe maine kaha bhai yo abbe ye maine kaha kal jab tu nahi hoga kuch jhand you think advani gives a fuck about you how do you think he talks about you at home but journalists have this because he uh, came you know i'm so cool and those is advani a big shit who the fuck is advani yeah? and that journalist career is more or less over like advani is who's this journalist who <laughs> headed a channel and now his career is over hmm interesting <laughs> you, you know the kind of channel he's heading so you must know what kind of career it is anyway uh, anyone on weigh in on this 
please he just stated the obvious we all know it we, we just see it every day at least he's honest chalo bol to right and predictable the every party in all channels so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely so he just said his bit i mean also he spoke for himself <laughs> to take that forward <laughs> some of he is a kind of gadfly now so uh, because of rss backing even um, mr modi and mr jetly does not do not care what he says because he, they have to take in their stride that this man is there he will speak his mind he will do you have to tolerate him anyhow yeah and i don't think yes. they take him seriously yes. but but, but speaking does? of psycho fans i think uh, some of the coverage on priyanka gandhi has been so embarrassing the telegraph so headline breathless and so ridiculous what do we know about this woman I mean what do we know about her being able to do anything for the party yet nothing hmm. but the way they were covering the road show it was like oh god priyanka gandhi no, hey, even oh, the telegraph selfies, headline it was Aandhi, very very bad gandhi uh, that is a slogan telegraph is i don't know why people like telegraph's front page headlines झारखंड मूवमेंट के समय शिबू सोरेन नहीं है आंधी है झारखंड का गांधी है ये सब प्रियंका is the constituency which she knows very well and she has been working there for many many years uh, for her mother of mm. course so so that's the only thing that like is that is the nature of television journalism also i mean if you have to for 5 hours cover one road show what can you do but then gloat about her her saree her hair indira gandhi and you know like that's the, that's the thing like what do you do also family i think i mean that's why and the vehicle and where the driver will sit of course behind the <laughs> steering <laughs> <laughs> no but speaking of the congress i find today's valentines day and they come up with ah, this entire series what did you series. think of that i was I discussing that i thought it was very that. funny i thought it was funny i thought it's i thought like this one is very funny are you a degree from yale cuz i want you happy valentines day i so, think it's funny if if I, a news organization had done it like if we had put it up of ra or some but somehow as a congress twitter handle it didn't i was like what are you trying to do it's no just... what i think is it's funny like an archie's card is funny but won't get you votes yeah that's but what exactly. i was thinking like was why... that as a political party i think they have very these cute things they come up with but i don't <laughs> think they, anyone gives a fuck about giving you votes yeah their twitter strategy is really like memes and cute yeah, and all like, the cool, cool buzzfeed love and ah, all yeah, isse koi farak nahi padta this is funny if i don't know one of those buzzfeed or someone so like I it's a funny it's thing a great but archie's card you should hire this guy he's funny wish yeah, he should not be with the congress <laughs> he should not be with the congress you should like do some satire or something i don't know must be some member of the exactly social media team but that's exactly my point sorry anyone thinks that as a political party does this do anything for them anyone thinks he's the wrong guy at a wrong place he's not supposed to be in a political party twitter team <laughs> rightly maybe for buzzfeed or <laughs> i yeah, i'd seen yeah. similar uh, posters uh, near india gate uh, day before uh, yesterday or day before yesterday so taking uh, jibe at uh, mamta banerji hmm. so we have democracy it was by youth for democracy so must be some political parties that they are taken that we have democracy here and taking a dig at uh, mamta banerji she was uh, here for that na ah uh, like smile yahan pe khul ke hasiye yahan pe khul ke hasiye and all of that yes i mean i i just think that the congress with their you know love for priyanka gandhi and those pink jumpsuits that they were wearing like it was a pajama that party for babies <laughs> dude what was that it that was, was ridiculous making us getting them to wear pink is itself a quality look like like bunnies <laughs> anyway priyanka sena but what what does it even make of this her first till 5 o'clock it went on this meeting 
आई नो पीपल अगेन आर टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस दैट यू नो हर कार्यकर्ताओं के साथ मीटिंग पाँच बजे सुबह तक चली नाउ अगेन दैट वॉज बींग रिपोर्टेड एज सम हाउ सीरियस चीज अबाउट वर्क यू क्लियरली अंडरस्टैंड नथिंग अबाउट एच आर यू थिंक हाउ दो And that is, she stumped. She asked them questions that they weren't expecting, and they stumped her. And she just dazzled them with their brilliance. Yeah, I just find this whole like the whole thing that Modi works nineteen hours a day. Then he's taking suboptimal decisions if he's working nineteen hours a day. If she's holding her meeting till five in the morning, she doesn't know jack shit about meetings. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, anyone has anything to say? I'm the only one talking. UP, I mean, more than the leader. the cast equation matters i mean how much she is going to make an impact is yet to be seen hmm. i think i think mayavati and akhilesh together are going to make lot of impact they're going to be a bigger challenge for bjp than anything yes, else yes. okay i just will read another email and then we have two more things and we'll wind up it's valentines day keep your i have all valentines day related recommendations today this letter is from yogeshwar sharma it's 490 words so yogeshwar i'm going to read the entire bit i'm just going to read your heads because you have very efficiently written it because he's got feedback and suggestions hi nl team i won't waste my time on applauding you guys will only speak with suggestions i have first point is hafta and all other podcasts should be only for subscribers he's gone on to explain it but it's self explanatory the headline he says that just a 3 week window and then giving it to everyone is not fair all our podcast should be only subscribers okay well that's a plan we're going to be pulling awful and awesome behind the paywall too uh, but should be not put outside ever guys tell us what you think I, i'd really like to know what other people think then transcripts of discussions as reference to point out mistakes so all the haftas of whole transcript should be available well to do it manually would require you know we should have three people transcribing one and a half hours of spoken word it'll take a lot of time a lot of <laughs> <laughs> no, transcribing exactly. this would be a big horror yeah so but there is ai that can do that i think it costs some 2000 dollars a year there's a software that will just automatically voice to you kar dega but that will have as many errors as the hafta will have like print had that error <laughs> then the flag will be planted he says take turns to host hafta he says while he likes abhinandan hosting it whoever hosts it that person's views get imposed most so we should take turns in hosting it what is the panel no, think no, of that no 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 i think abhinandan should host so it becomes too slow if uh, you're not hosting it I your energy levels cannot be matched by any one of us you're the energizer bunny let the man finish his thoughts abhinandan <laughs> i love anand vardhan's one liners and most of his opinions as well but i hate it on abhinandan mostly or others really try to finish a sentence let the man take his time to finish his oh, sentence oh sorry sorry anand please that i do a lot sorry fill <laughs> in the blanks i leave for <laughs> no madhu no hafta please have madhu in all haftas he says we have to have madhu here because according to him when madhu is here i behave uh, when she is not here i don't behave and we look we sound like a bunch of college teens sitting and talking to our ex senior raman sir that's what he says we sound like at a dhaba or a canteen Anand Vardhan half time church always he says Anand Vardhan we shouldn't alternate he should be in both all the time because he has wonderful balanced and brilliant views mix the reporter sans frontiers and church with hafta once a month so we should just love it mix it all up okay i think that's an interesting thought but i don't know logistically will be possible because it's not just about the podcasts we do these podcasts in addition to a lot of work we're doing through the week yeah yeah so if we get <laughs> hafta church and reporters together then nothing will fucking get done it <laughs> obviously that day so that's a bit of a problem 
and one last thing abhinandan save rants for chota hafta for mufat khors there's a very good point actually and he's also basically yogeshwar has said prateek is doing some very good reports so prateek if you're listening congrats you're doing some great stuff there's a very good point karthik and it's your fault he says i ra- i rant about mufat khors that rant should only be on the chota hafta it should not be in the bada hafta cuz these are already subscribers very good point so you have to cut out of the bada hafta when i'm making tanas no you shouldn't let it be in the bada hafta then very good point because it's like saying abhi already paid upar se hum taane bhi sune dobara bhi subscribe karwana dobara bhi karwana acha that is his he's making excuses but uh, anyway that's that i'll just quickly finish the other two mails harjan's mail is very long i won't read the whole thing harjan says apologies for the length of this email i have a lot to say my name is harjan gill i'm an anthropology professor based in washington dc and a long time nl subscriber and supporter Woo-hoo. i really admire the work that you do and i continue to wholeheartedly support the mission of your organization providing an independent news analysis and ad free journalism shout out to abhinandan for all his hard work thank you with that said my membership recently lapsed i am contemplating not renewing it now i will just paraphrase what he says he says the reason is that a the quality is going down on hafta and offline awesome both i don't come prepared as much as i should on both so there has to be a lot more preparation required and a lot more value to be added the other point he makes is that there are many errors that are made or omissions like we tease five subjects to begin with and we only discuss three because we go over time that should not happen and um he says if nl is incapable of pr- producing quality program i suggest you don't do it He's saying we are trying to do too many things. We shouldn't just do the two three things that we do well. Um okay that's worth thinking about. Let's let's see but this I mean election we have to cover the election we can't not. And uh, he says I know you're going to give the same excuses that you don't have enough resources you don't have enough money. You're right I'll give the same excuses but it's a legitimate excuse. Just cuz a cliche is true doesn't mean it's just a cliche. It can be a cliche. It's a truth and it can be true. <laughs> it's a sad truth. and he says there is no joy in writing this mail in the past i have really loved your work and i still want anil to succeed but i find myself zoning off okay so, uh, so we should make more efforts on hafta we should make more effort so sure, i agree and harjanth has given some excellent recommendation on podcast and i've recommended this on the awful and awesome so check it out from the awful and awesome thank you harjanth for your mail thank you for your support and thank you for holding a f- mirror to us and giving us some tough love because yeah we need it and finally from dhiraj bhandari nana nani ji ko pranam aur baki sabko ram ram i have few theories on priyanka wadra she has gone into politics full fledged because both her kids are adults <laughs> unlike sonia and rahul politically she has nothing to lose add to it wadra's reputation she is an absolute free bird who can fire on all cylinders she is a buddhist ambedkar is a buddhist i think there is a connection she will use it in her campaign and like you said she can shield rahul gandhi she is a woman the no the number of new women voters will like that and um, would love these theories to be tukde fight and thrown out of the window vardhan ji aur nani ji ko namaskar and best wishes thank you dhiraj um i disagree with you first that now basically her children are grown up adults and they stay in school nay one of them is just she's right she's 17 18 he'll be graduating in march but i agree that um uh, no i disagree that she's waltzing into it politics is such a sada hua pretty high stress hard work you know pursuit that unless you really want to do it you shouldn't be doing it hmm. views panel yeah she wouldn't have waltzed into it this is definitely you can't waltz in and out of it and if she has she's made a big mistake sir well for me it's difficult to say or predict as to why now i mean 
or I I don't I really don't agree with what when he says that just because the kids have grown up and hmm. I mean it's not <laughs> ordinary <laughs> not an ordinary <laughs> family <laughs> we are talking about the Gandhi family here so I don't think it's that's the reason that you know for her to come in. Probably. But it is true. Attacking her would be a little because she's a woman now. I mean, BJP will have to be careful in how they attack the Congress party or her. I mean, there's a certain anything can be sort of, it can backfire. I Rahul, think she you can had take to. On. She had to step in at some point of time. So I think this is the right time, and right time for her brother too. So I think. But uh, this whole thing about her being smarter than him, I think it's purely because she's really silent. You never really she, she's joined Twitter, I think, and she hasn't tweeted anything. She she never really speaks so much. So. This perception that she's smarter than Rahul is just because she hasn't talked enough yet. No, she has, but so uh, she's know. known for her uh, spontaneity. Mm. I mean, she speaks uh, very well, and she doesn't have a script when she's speaking, and she's very good with Hindi. Uh, so, so I think she speaks well. She's a good okay, orator. But like, like I said last time, I, I think she has certain shallow attributes that PM Modi has, but he also has experience. She's. you know she's got this charm that modi has she has an ability to talk that modi has she's attractive in a shallow way that modi is and they're very similar on that so i think if she was the consensus candidate from banaras i'd i'd bloody hang out at banaras to see that would be a clash man that would be interesting i just add one more thing on the uh, feedback by subscribers i would want anand to be in both the podcast as a subscriber hmm. every week I actually enjoy and would want him to say more, speak more. Dis- I would want to hear him more. Say something, Anand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just sit there and I, glow. I, I really enjoy his um, his input uh, in the podcast and on the uh, term of subscription uh, of uh, making it available in public domain. The podcast. I would really want it to gradually increase. For it to come out, and other podcasts should also go come in, go behind the paywall, especially awful and awesome. At one point of time, like the um, subscriber had said that it, the quality was not. I mean, there was um, mm. there were there were issues. I find the last few episodes improving, and I would also want further improvement in the other podcasts. Value also. for value for money. Okay, understood. We should seriously let's. When I get back, oh by the way, I'm going to be at the India conference at Harvard this weekend. So we're having a subscribers get together. So if you want to meet me and Madhu and tell us how much you dislike our work and what we should do differently, you have to be a subscriber. And it's there on our social media where this whole subscribers meet will happen. It'll be on campus. So do come say hi. Come with your suggestions. Come with your checkbooks. Uh, checkbooks. Because every every suggestion <laughs> every suggestion will cost money. I'm guessing. <laughs> you can come with gifts that you, you can, can send. No, you can come with subscriptions. You can do NLC in a project. For you, us. Can, you can chocolates. You can chocolates. Okay, okay. Now, finally, there are three or four things left. I'll quickly go over them. And if anyone can give me in one minute, what do you think of that? Amol Parikal heckled at the speech. Anyone? Did you see that speech? He was heckled. Why did he speak in Marathi throughout his press conference? Any theories on that? Anyone has anything to say? No, I didn't see the press conference. But yeah, definitely heckling him with that when he was inaugurating. It was uh, so pointless. It was very pointless and needlessly rude. I mean, no one would have noticed anything. Yeah, that exactly. Said. Huh. A, you see, heckling uh, uh, is. She was a woman bureaucrat. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that is the kind of uh, 
uh, interventions that you see in districts uh, when district magistrate is there and someone is speaking. <laughs> so if someone goes off the tangent, the magistrate says, ye kya bol rahe <laughs> so it means uh, he, uh, the uh, district magistrate's concern there is that you should not say anything that is not within the ambit of administration. I mean, this, uh, administration's brief. And C had the same mindset, I think, there, that this is not the point of the event. Uh, and C, I think, felt in anticipating that he was a creative artist and he would link things. He would uh, link things about how government is uh, going wrong with its uh, management of the academy or what is so. That, that is the. I think so, he had a very bureaucratic. It was a very bureaucratic intervention. Her name was Suhas Bahulkar. She, she was a creature. Uh, she, she was a creature of her bureaucratic habits. She's a habits. former chairperson of the advisory committee in Mumbai to the NGMA. Hmm. So, and then bureaucrats get those positions. One thing which really irked me was the second lady who comes again. Yeah. She, she says that, you know, you're sitting in a government gallery. So please understand that it was almost like, you know, government is doing so much for you. It's a favor and this is a government venue. Boss, it's our money, man. Yeah. Which you guys are, you in know, fact, using I, to. Even I agree with I you. Was I was really do, pissed at like, this entitlement. Ki. I didn't find the first lady's intervention that problematic. I thought hmm. that was... I guess she was saving a job. She's sitting there. I just don't. It start was a the kind of editorial intervention that if a piece is being written, why you are talking about uh, and meandering and saying this ah. happened in 1949? Stick to, stick the, point. to the point. So mm-hmm. the first was more of an editorial intervention that is stick to the point. What is the point of this meeting? Talk about that. <laughs> so okay, now if you could just end with Mayavati, this observation. First of all, what the hell is an observation? This Mr. Goh said Mayavati should deposit money spent on the statues. This, like, what does this mean? So he's just thought out loud and everyone's reported it. What does it mean? When I first read the observation, I was frankly delighted. But Mm. then it was an observation which was an oral observation. Now, uh, which will be politically used. (laughs) Now, because what has now happened is that we journalists are permitted to carry their mobile phones and live tweet and live report. So what is said is immediately reported, may not necessarily reflect in the order of the court. Mm. From what I know of the order is basically that the matter will be reheard in uh, the month of April because this is a PIL which challenges those the construction of these statutes here in uh, Noida and in Lucknow and the money spent. Now, every observation of the court has some meaning, but uh, with oral observations not forming part of an order, not a lot should be read into it because this is not final, this is not has no impact. Yeah. At least, at you least feelings of no, the. But, but okay, so that is one thing. That is one thing. But do you, I mean? I think it's deeply problematic because just because there are Mayavati statues erected by her, I mean, what gives Mr. Gugoi the right to decide those should be taken down and not say Rajiv Gandhi's or Nehru's or Bapu's or Ram's? I think it's deeply problematic because she, whether we like it or not, she is the biggest Dalit icon in the country today. She swept UP in a way that no one had fucking swept it in ages. When she came to power, there was a Dalit uprising. It, there was a pushback. Now, I may respect Bapu, but if some judge comes and says, why are Bapu's, whoever has, whichever government put them up, pay us back. It's a deeply problematic even mindset to have, I think. And Chief Justice making such a It's also comment, ridiculous. I, I mean, how no, what, what, is the, what is the rationale? How are you going to say, why should... Uh, Modi not give back 3,000 crore for the Sardar statue then? 
the simple answer would be and it will be a purely technical answer is because that is not what the pil is about what's the pil about the pil is about those statues being constructed and the money being spent or those statues and those parks being but constructed but that be used as a precedent for all statues and let's say because nothing has been decided as uh, till date there also uh, not only about her statues but those elephants Elephant. yes yeah, so yeah, it is not confined to her statues it is about the elephants and all kinds of statues being the kind of public money which was which was spent on those statues in noida and in lucknow was the issue obviously if someone brings it to the supreme court other statues the court will answer accordingly but suppose so they should they should give a decision na i mean you can't make no, a no, no, it's no, but wo to abhi it's not over na the case ah. no, i'm asking is, a question it is not over yet but suppose yes. order comes that yes she has to pay it back can but can that be used as a precedent that now since the supreme court has asked mayawati then every government that has spent on every statue can be asked to do the same that would depend on whether the supreme court comes out and on what basis So what I what does the Supreme Court eventually say as to this is the these are the reasons for which we say that the money has to be given by the party which uh, was in power and and the yeah, political symbol was I mean was so it is a, a premature we will have to eventually wait as to what happens eventually in the PIL such ni such an observation shows mindset of the judge who is going to judge this case so that's what I'm trying to say so making an observation like this. Hmm. is a little problematic anyway and association of elephants with her electoral symbol so is it a part of propaganda that electoral act yeah that technicality can happen but then they can say that congress has constructed all these statues of people who have hands so unless the statues are clearly <laughs> hands are like hands <laughs> then because that's the hand so then they should only have statues out hands i i, I can respond to by saying that uh, they have constructed statues with hands not hand statues not statues only considering hands they're not made <laughs> so these are elephants and this this was taken up because this is uh, the party symbol mm. and so the government money was spent on constructing party, party symbols fair yes. enough okay that now that is a that technicality i can't disagree with uh but that's all we have uh, i'd like your recommendations please before we wind up raman sir your recommendation uh netflix has come up with the serial called black earth rising hmm. uh if anybody who's interested in to know a little about uh, you know horror of uh, rwanda uh, oh, genocide, genocide okay so but one should not solely dependent on that but it's a very well made uh, serial okay setu I have been uh, listening to this series of podcasts by Rukmini Kalimashi. I'm sorry for this yes. pronunciation uh, on ISIS. I would We're recommend. We're trying to get her for the media rumble. Uh, and uh, her recent uh, articles on post the so-called claim that ISIS has been wiped out by Trump. By Trump, that has been uh, recovered by Rukmini again, and I would recommend that. Uh, okay, thank you, Anand. Uh, so, the first is the one uh, that I already referred to, that C. Wright Mills essay on uh, global arms trade and uh, how he connected it with uh, military-industry complex. So it's an old essay, uh, perhaps in the 60s. Second is uh, uh, a series of reports on Delhi fire. So uh, Ooh, yeah, we didn't uh, a series that. of uh, so um, the. He, he, he profiles of the victims 
and uh, in the the moments of uh, insanity means insanity of times not on their part so how how two minutes back someone was sleeping and uh, two minutes later he had to jump to death hmm. uh, just to save his life now I think it was uh, um, with Rafael and uh, everything around. Uh, it was not covered that well. I, it should have been. I th- 17 people, ordinary right. citizens, uh, burned to death in a hotel, and uh, in a hotel. And uh, it's. Uh, I think uh, to overuse a cliche, the banality of it. Yes. Is as as um, it was uh, not to be covered under the sense of local. Ki Delhi ka news hai, mm. so people have this guilt. Ki Delhi ka news hai, isliye jada nahi. It, it is a, it was a national news also. I think which could should have been covered better. And uh, evacuation of patients in just a few days after evacuation of patients in a Noida hospital because of fire. Mm. Uh, and today also morning is a fire. It, it, there, there is a fire. Is a fire. So in seventeenth uh, century, uh, Tokyo and London had to re- uh, rework their urban design because of frequent fires. I think uh, with the kind of congestion that Indian cities are getting into, that would be a major headache for times to come. Right. Thanks, Manisha. I'm going to recommend an essay. Uh, the language of sexual negotiation must go far beyond consent and refusal if you are to foster ethical and autonomous sex. It's a good see. essay. This talks about the grace between yes and no? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think many people in Indian panels are aware of that space. <laughs> yeah, no, this is something that we discussed quite a lot during, you know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I remember I wrote a piece on this. But <laughs> and how... But uh, you're not a white, I don't know if she's I'm a white woman. I'm not a white woman, woman yeah. yeah. I'm you're not, not a white, white woman, woman, you don't have any this. degrees. You can't have these. I can't have a view that there's grace. Person, oh, you there's can't grey. just have these. Oh, there's, oh, there's consent. I was like, okay, guys, you guys are overly woke up because you know, you know too much shit. So I will only recommend, um, it's Valentine's Day. Or as Raima Sen said on this Archie's ad when I was in college, Valentine's Day. Uh, it's an essay I may have recommended before. It's from 2001 in Time Magazine. It's one of my favorite essays. I tweeted out today as well. And other than that... Yeah, I read it. I didn't read And the other thing I recommend is uh, one of the greatest films ever made called Moulin Rouge with one of the greatest oh. lines ever written. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. On that note, thank you, Setu, for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so panel. Much. What's Thank your, you. What a romantic leave. you are. Yeah. You never knew. Who would have thought? this hard exterior. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but have you seen Moulin Rouge? It's, I it's have. It's nowhere close to the greatest movie ever made. Please. Oh, please. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, on that note, I'll leave you with this song. Keep that in mind when you subscribe and recommend news laundry to others. Goodbye until next week. Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry.
help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel